0: You're tuned to Once Upon a Fairy Tale. Welcome to the 10th episode of Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. But a brand new episode nonetheless for a brand new year. Happy 2016, everyone. This is Disney Dwayne. In this episode, we'll touch on the most interesting Star Wars happenings, including a spoiler-free review, as well as thoughts from George Lucas and Disney Infinity's The Force Awakens playset, including predictions for at least one more playset, which could be based on any of the upcoming disney movies for the year we'll run through a list of those titles for you as well we'll also explore a newly opened pixar exhibition newly revealed finding dory characters disney parks blogs live streaming fireworks a quick look at why disney stocks are dropping a change in production company for the five million dollar disney doll making business the lgbt controversy surrounding the abc series once upon a time my review on the new dating mouse mingle website and a fresh series of disney dares involving the community where you get to share your input lots to explore so hang tight guys Starting off with Star Wars, here's a quick review of The Force Awakens. It seemed like the movie didn't bomb or have the same negative reaction the prequels had. In fact, the movie looks set to take over Avatar's number one spot in box office takings. But the theory is that this record-breaking trend will keep happening because as long as there are a growing number of cinemas, there's naturally a potential for more takings. However, that's not to say there weren't negative reactions. A recent Huffington Post article revealing 40 unforgivable plot holes in the movie raises some valid questions like if Kylo Ren is the head of the Knights of Ren, why are there no other Knights of Ren in the movie? Or, for someone determined to wear super uncomfortable headgear perpetually, why does Kylo Ren take his mask off so readily and in pretty mixed company? George Lucas also hits out at Star Wars, calling Disney white slavers, among his other thoughts. The full video interview, as well as links to much about what we discuss here, are available in our podcast notes, which are on our Facebook website at www.facebook.com slash Once Upon a Fairy Tale Time. And if you haven't caught up with the buzz that's been surrounding Star Wars, including turning your mobile phone into a lightsaber and places that feature life-sized X-Wing and TIE fighters, you can check out a video feature I made on my Disney Duane YouTube channel. Links again in the podcast notes. I also featured an acapella Star Wars theme song parody that I sang on my channel. Here's a quick sample I extracted from the video. Star Wars, finally a comeback. The forces awakened, but by a mouse. Bukess, sold into Disney. Star Wars' is history, don't you agree? At the launch, celebrities all fuck for a chance to see how J.J. Abrams did this movie. Tweet humbly, but they lose their cool when things aren't spoiler-free. <laughs> for the full video, just search for Disney Dwayne, one word, on YouTube. Dwayne is spelt D-W-A-Y-N-E. The link is also in our podcast notes. If you liked it, do give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. The last bit of Star Wars news features Disney Infinity's The Force Awakens playset. This is probably the first time I've played a video game so close to its movie launch, also because I've had quite a bit of time on my hands. In any case, if you liked any of the other Star Wars playsets, this one offers an equally exciting experience, but elevated because of the excitement surrounding the movie. I finished the game in one day, playing right up till the last boss, which of course is the new bad guy, Kylo Ren. Some people got really upset because it seemed there was a spoiler at the end when he said, Face me, cousin! Now that's all I'm gonna say, and that's not a spoiler because after that everyone realized he actually said Face Me, and then said CURSES because he got hit. What a joke, right? Everyone's so uptight. Since we're on Disney Infinity, here's a bit of news. It's been announced that there is still at least one more playset to be released after Marvel Battlegrounds, and according to speculation, it might be based on one of the slew of movies slated for 2016. Let's take a quick look at the lineup. I'm only just running through the titles. January 29th, The Finest Hours. March 4th, Zootopia. The second trailer has just been released. I think it's looking really cool. April 15th, The Jungle Book, Disney's second live-action remake of the movie. May 6th, Captain America Civil War. May 27th, Alice Through the Looking Glass. June 17th, Finding Dory. July 1st, The BFG, or Roald Dahl's Big Friendly Giant. August 12th, Pete's Dragon, November 4th, Doctor Strange, a Marvel release, November 23rd, Moana, Disney's 56th animated feature, which will be a musical, and last but not least, on December 16th, Rogue One, a standalone Star Wars movie. For more information, you can review our first episode, which covers movies right up till 2019. Let's move on to other news as promised. The Science Behind Pixar is Pixar's next exhibition after Pixar 20 Years of Animation, which opened in 2005 at the Museum of Modern Art MoMA in New York before traveling around the world. The new Pixar exhibition is set to tour for the next five years. This interactive 10,000-square-foot exhibition showcases the science, technology, engineering, and math, otherwise represented by the acronym STEM, and these concepts are used by the artists and computer scientists who help bring Pixar's award-winning films to the big screen. The science behind Pixar was developed by the Museum of Science and Pixar Animation Studios with support from the National Science Foundation. The exhibition features more than 40 interactive exhibit elements and offers a variety of hands-on activities that empower visitors to imagine the STEM concepts behind Pixar's films. From January 2016, the science behind Pixar will begin a national tour, first traveling to the Franklin Institute, followed by the California Science Center, Science Museum of Minnesota, Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, as well as other venues. Speaking of exhibitions and art, we also get a first look at some artwork for new characters in the upcoming Finding Nemo sequel, Finding Dory. The movie follows Dory six months after Finding Nemo ends as she goes on a journey to find her long-lost parents. Along the way, she comes across a marine life rehabilitation facility and meets a small beluga whale, Bailey, voiced by Ty Burrell, and a large whale shark, Destiny, voiced by Caitlin Olsen. The main characters from the original movie had some recognizable flaws that made them underdogs, and these two are no different. Bailey has difficulty using his sonar capabilities, and Destiny isn't so great at swimming straight. And since Dory has quite a short-term memory problem, these three will fit together just fine. I'm looking forward to this next Pixar movie. On to Disney fireworks and live streaming by Disney Parks Blog. They have recently streamed Star Wars, Symphony of the Stars, and the New Year's Eve fireworks. For their next live stream, Disney Park's blog offers a choice between Wishes, Illuminations, or Fantasmic. Seeing how Fantasmic is going to close temporarily, it would be no surprise to see that getting the highest votes. Nonetheless, you can help shape that decision. Go to their website or follow them on Twitter for more details. You can also check out both fireworks shows in the Disney attractions and events playlist on my Disney Duane YouTube channel. In other news, Disney stocks go down. Even Star Wars is not able to currently save it. More than $10 billion have been sliced off the company's market value. All eyes are looking toward ESPN, in which Disney has a stake in, as part of the declining cable revenue. In other money matters, Disney has broken their long term partnership with Mattel and transferred their $500 million Disney doll making business to Hasbro. Disney felt that Mattel had been neglecting the princess franchise, focusing too much instead on Barbie while releasing their own princess type line called Ever After High, which features teenage daughters of characters from fairy tales. Depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I should have made a feature comparing the difference in design of dolls between Mattel and Hasbro, as well as the Disney Store dolls. Be sure to check that out. Let's move on to another bit of a sore topic. About mid-season 5 of Once Upon a Time, Entertainment Weekly released an interview with Lana Paria, who plays Snow White's Evil Queen, also known as Regina Mills, in the series. In this interview, Lana said she sees the relationship between her and Snow White's daughter, Emma Swan, as that of best friends or sisters. Now that has caused many angry reactions from fans who believe in Swan Queen, swan queen is a term that has developed out of a projected lesbian relationship dynamic between these characters by these fans who are also known as shippers the urban dictionary defines ship as a verb endorsing a romantic relationship popularized in fan fiction circles we can only wait and see what the future holds for the series meanwhile if you are interested Yes, you guessed it. I have made a feature on my YouTube channel covering this very topic. Check out the podcast notes on www.facebook.com slash tale time for the link info. Go ahead and like our Facebook page as well for future updates. Disney fans looking for like-minded Disney enthusiasts for dates can now turn to Mouse Mingle, a new online Disney dating website. I went ahead and set up a profile for myself, and here are my thoughts on the website. I feel like it's still in the very early stages of development where they need to refine stuff. At present, it seems like everyone is a 100% match with the occasional 0% match. Where are the in-betweens? On the Plus side, they have a very nicely set up form to fill lots of interesting details about yourself, such as what type of Disney shopper are you, what is your best Disney memory, least favorite Disney movie and why, and what are your non-Disney passions. Majority of users haven't uploaded the suggested 10 photos or filled out much of their personal details. There's also still a lack of members in many areas of the world you don't have to pay to set up an account but upgrading to deluxe or premium has the same benefits of allowing you to chat read send and reply to messages deluxe is based on per month while premium offers a discounted annual fee however it's not clear if you'll receive notifications of incoming messages without a paying account i suspect you would because it is in their interest to get you to pay so you can read any messages that come your way Mouse Mingle has also hosted its first event, a New Year's Eve party which includes a screening of The Force Awakens at the El Capitan Theatre and an after party to ring in the New Year on the rooftop of Madame Tussauds. Tickets were sold at 75 US dollars to Mouse Mingle account holders. Our last feature is on something I personally conceptualized in hopes to start and build a fun Disney community. It's called Disney Dwayne Dares, and each dare I put out is really a challenge to get involved in a Disney-related activity. The first dare is one to do with reflexes. I'm hoping to pick and feature the top five participants who can spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious in record time. To enter, simply compose a tweet on Twitter using the video function and record yourself spelling supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Post the tweet, making sure you hashtag DisneyDwayneDares, one word, and compare yourself to other entries. Try again if you must. To find out more, you can also watch a video I made on my channel. Thank you so much for supporting Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to, and follow DisneyDwayne on YouTube and Twitter. Have a great 2016. Catch you in the next episode.